Oh. Oh, fuck. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, so much. I love that show so much. Welcome to Justice Losers, the podcast where we talk about pop culture media, namely movies, TVs, and comics. What the fuck were you doing with your hand? My name is Preston, joined as always by my delightful co-host. Batman. I was trying to swallow. I'm your I've host. Had a... Oh, I'm your host, Preston. Oh, I fucked that up. I said my name is Preston. Yep. Oh, Matt, what should people do? Like, subscribe, tell a friend. Specifically, check out... Our Instagram. I posted something on Instagram. Hey, there we go. Check out our Instagram. JusticeLosersPod at Instagram.com. Was it on our Instagram? No, that's not it. on my it. Instagram. I think it was on our Instagram. Yes, it was on Instagram. Because DC posted a... Uh, they had like a little quiz thing. Or like, it was like a survey. Of like, who do you think this writer's favorite car- or favorite Robin is? Uh, mind you, this is the official DC page. Like, this is the one that mm-hmm. they have the live streams of like what their new stuff is coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's her favorite Robin? Dick Grayson, Damian Wayne, Nightwing, or Jason Todd? Um, either uh, and I captured this. Uh, <laughs> DC Comics is either redundant or their marketing team wasn't paying attention. Hey, Kaylin liked it. Well, okay, <laughs> Thanks, Kaylin. <laughs> I don't know. She follows us. <laughs> but yeah, no. So I, I saw that. I'm like, look, you're DC. What the fuck? Put it together. Random intern that runs that account. Also, every single time I open our Instagram page, I see the fucking Pikachu Sonic face. <laughs> we got to post more pictures. So no, I want to look at it all the time. Like, well, don't you want to just stare at this face? Not, no. Or not really. this one? <laughs> Definitely not. Nope. Thank you. No. Oh, man. Okay. Uh, so Instagram. Matt, what's your Instagram? Oh, wait, I just asked that. Like, subscribe, tell a friend. Specifically, check out our Instagram, where Preston actually posted a picture that he'll tell you all about. Yeah. Matt, what should people do? Today's February 2nd, right? Like, subscribe, <laughs> tell a friend. <laughs> uh, Matt, what you been up to? Uh, not a ton. Let's oh, wait, see. were we supposed to, like, flip this? Yes. That's right. What was the reason? Because I started doing the intro for some reason last time. Oh, or not last was, time, uh, but the time before. Oh, because, like, everything we did, we, like, fucked everything up the entire, like, everything went wrong, so we're just, like, screwed. Yep. What was the reason behind it, though? Oh, because we missed an episode. That's right. We're doing everything wrong, and, nah, we're not sticking to that joke. Just go ahead. What have we been up to? Uh, what have <laughs> I been up to? <laughs> Let's see. Fuck um, jokes. Who needs them? Who remembers them? <laughs> I watched, oh, I watched Magic Mike. Finally. Oh. Were you erect the entire time? Absolutely. That's what I figured. Channing Tatum is a handsome, handsome man. Yes, he is. And he does some sexy, sexy dancing. Mm-hmm. So, Channing my Tatum. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. um. That's a little, that's like the uncanny valley of perverted jokes. Like it's, uh, like, it makes no sense, but like you can, you kind of, it's close. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Ah. Uh, yeah. Unsettling. Um, no, as as much as like, it kind of has a reputation almost as a a meme in culture. Is uh-huh. like, oh look, it's Channing Tatum's a male stripper. It's actually a really good movie. Um. Well, it's directed by Steven Soderbergh, who you might know as the Ocean's guy. So it's not Steven Spielberg. No. That's the guy who Steven Spielberg's the guy that did Jurassic Park and Jaws. Also, Indiana Jones. <laughs> Look, in episode one, two, or three, Preston might not have known that, but in episode ninety, Preston knows that. Listen, uh, I <laughs> Yep. Um. Yeah. So, I did that. It's a. It's a good movie. It's um. 
it's kind of it's a lot more i don't know i'm really struggling for words it's it's a little darker wow, it left you that speechless huh <laughs> like i said Channing Tatum is a sexy sexy man no it's uh it's it's a little darker than you might expect and it's not sort of your typical like look at the seedy underbelly of the flashy glamorous life although it does get into plenty of that um I mean, that's actually kind of what I imagined it was like almost. Yeah. It's just, it's a very down-to-earth kind of movie. Uh-huh. Um, very human. So Channing Tatum gets to act. Here's a question. Is, this is something I've actually never thought about with, like, the um, surrounding, the culture surrounding male and female strippers, or entertainers, dancers, however you want to. Strippers. Strippers. Um, is... Is there a double standard of if a female is a stripper, it's because she's down on her luck. If a male is a stripper, like in, in Magic Mike, is it that they're like, they're broken, this is what they can do? Or is it something they enjoy doing? Because if um, it's something they enjoy doing, I feel like there's a double standard around that. That mm-hmm. male strippers are doing it because it's fun and because they get to show off their bodies. But females are doing it, and I'm not, I'm not saying either one's true or necessarily the entire Just case. the way it's portrayed in the Just entertainment the way it's portrayed industry. Is that anytime there's a female stripper or like porn star or like anyone doing like that kind of stuff it's mm-hmm. because they th- that's where they can find money is because they don't have like skills otherwhere or like they just like they had bad luck or whatever right yeah um it is a lot of like the first half or so especially is really like glamorizing the lifestyle mm-hmm. um so sort of the basic story is uh channing tatum is the the titular magic mike mm-hmm. Um, and he, he's a established, talented nightclub dancer with, uh, you know, dreams and ambitions of his own outside. A, by the, the way, there's a totally a joke about the word titular and strippers and the fact that I know male. that's why I put, that but I there. ignored it because I, I feel just, like we've had an actual kind of genuine conversation about this, which is weird. <laughs> I'm not expecting you, you seeing magic Mike to actually spur genuine discussion. <laughs> That's, yeah. what, that's what you come here for, folks. When there's an opening for an actual conversation, fuck it. Make stupid jokes. But when there's a, you know, easy, stupid jokes. Then we'll have, have an actual conversation. Double standards of the of the entertainment industry. Yeah. <laughs> God, we're the worst. Yeah, a little bit. Um, yeah, so Channing Tatum, uh, during the day, he works uh, in a construction company or like a roofing company or something. Okay. Does he um, work with cement? And is he constantly on the phone with a man who's going to... Oh, I see where you're going with that. <laughs> that would have been great. Perfect like crossover. Time. <laughs> <laughs> but not quite. Uh, no, so he's, he's working on this crew. Um, and they hire a lot of just day laborers who just need to yeah. work on a job for a few days and yep. get a little bit of money. And so there's this kind of screw-up kid who's, I think, 19. Mm-hmm. Um, and... He uh, he's he is on the crew uh, working with Channing Tatum, and then he runs into Channing Tatum later that day, just at a bar where Channing Tatum's out recruiting, um, or like not recruit, yeah, sort of recruiting. He's looking for clients basically. Mm-hmm. So um, the particular one that he finds is he finds a sorority girl, and it's her twenty first birthday, and he mm-hmm. like gives him flyers and's like, hey, you should come get you get you in for free, and. It'll be a great time. Perfect thing for your 21st birthday. Mm. And he runs into this guy there and um, it's like kind of drags him back there. And then there's some backstage shenanigans and this, this guy, the kid, they call him mm-hmm. gets thrown out on stage, basically just in his sweats and hoodie. Mm. <laughs> um, 
I, th- I had a whole point with this, but the whole titular joke kind of threw me out of my rhythm. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember where I was going. Uh, let's see. My bad. Um, yeah, well, so it's... it. Yeah, no, a lot of the first half then... Okay, that's where I was going with this. A lot of the first half is about this kid and kind of his immersion into this lifestyle and becoming really enamored with it because it's more money than he's making as a day laborer in construction yeah. and he can have any girl he wants basically mm-hmm. and um he's learning skills and kind of moving up in the world and and then the second half's where the house of cards kind of comes falling down around his ears and yeah. it's interesting to see the repercussions of that and um stuff like that house of cards comes crumbling down around his ears Another. Is that how that saying goes? Probably. Or is that just like an amalgamation of like three different sayings? I like to do that. <laughs> uh, I like I like the, there's some well-established ones. My favorite is we'll burn that bridge when we get to it. I came, I saw, therefore I am. <laughs> uh, something like that. Um, yep. So I did that. I also started rereading A Song of Ice and Fire. Oh. Yeah. For the first time since i think freshman year of college that was a while ago yeah fuck we're old yep (laughs) yes yeah i think i read them i think i read them spring of 2015 it would have been um and then i well i I read them in high school and then i reread them then in college gotcha um so so far i'm i'm not very far in i'm like three episodes in Mm -hmm. if you go compared to the show and at this point it's very similar there's some minute details um the the cold open it's not the the young guy that runs away and gets beheaded it's the the older guy Mm -hmm. um which i think works a little better uh george r R. martin is not a good writer he's a good builder but not a good writer yeah he's a good builder and he's a good storyteller um but just like every page or two there's a a sentence or a turn of phrase that leaves me scratching my head just like how did that get past an editor i feel like like i'm a really good like i i'm a really good i just like my brain took this tangent uh i'm good at like creating a world and like things that are happening with it and like a history to it but i'm a shit writer Mm -hmm. like i can't actually put that on like put a story like make a story yeah i can make the world and i can tell things that are happening but anyway yeah there's just the one that really sticks out at me is um there's a scene where Tyrion he's still up at the wall and he's kind of hanging out with some of the the higher ups in the the night's watch like um uh old what's his face mormont and um uh alistair thorne is there and he's kind of poking fun at alistair thorne and um Alistair gets upset and leaves as you know mm-hmm. you'd expect him to do and the way George describes it is he got up so stiffly it was as if he had a dagger up his butt right George uh yeah Tolkien would not be impressed man yeah <laughs> which admittedly he's going for a completely different style than Tolkien yeah and sometimes it really works he has a he has a hit or miss way of describing characters, especially, but when it hits, it really hits. Mm-hmm. He's got a way of just kind of distilling a person down to their essence with one sentence. Mm-hmm. Um, I should have written down a couple of examples and mm. didn't because yeah. I'm bad at this whole podcasting thing. Yeah. But, um, yes, we are. yeah, no, I'm, it's, and as much as there's a lot of bad writing, it's really enjoyable reading just because it's a, 
great story and you care about the characters and it's easy reading so you're not just sitting there trying to struggle through every page like Mm -hmm. as much as i love tolkien he can be a bit of a slog especially like the silmarillion yeah where you got to be like okay i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna dedicate an hour to this 10 page chapter Mm -hmm. with martin it's like i'm gonna sit down i'm gonna dedicate five minutes to this 10 page chapter and it just it breezes by and it feels good to read so maybe I should read. Yeah, yeah. I'm. Um, I didn't say it. Maybe I should read. Yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, he mostly doesn't use big words. It'd probably be okay for you. Yeah. Does he use pictures? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm. I'm excited to see when it gets into the more dense stuff and where it starts diverging from the the show because it it diverges hard in the later books and. Okay. I don't really remember all the stuff that happens. Divergence is good. Not the movie. No, the movie's not great. <laughs> it's really not. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I think that's I think that's all I've been up to. Um, I got some more Daredevil comics, but I didn't start them because I got the start of the run. Especially after the, you cl- made the claim during our Spider-Man episode or Spider-Man review that you're not going to let me live that Daredevil down. doesn't swing. <laughs> <laughs> it's like if I said Batman doesn't throw things. It's like half of what he does. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I kind of, <laughs> I realized that after I said it, it was, no. Um, yeah, no, because, so, uh, Brian Michael Bendis, he took over the run on issue 16 or so, uh-huh. uh, and so I got, um, actually, Kevin Smith wrote the first part, issues one through eight. How was that? I haven't read it yet. Oh, I got it. That is. And then there's another, someone else wrote nine through 15. And then Brian Michael Bendis took over and wrote for 60 issues. And then yeah. Ed Brubaker took over and wrote for like another 30 or 40. That's what happens. Yep. It's so funny to see that kind of stuff. Like with The Flash, there's like giant gaps of like Mark Wade and Jeff Johns both wrote for a long fucking time. But for like 13 issues in between, it was uh, um, uh, Mark Millar and uh, I can't remember the other person. Rob Liefeld. No. Enemy of the show. God. <laughs> Rob Liefeld, Enemy of the Show, would never write for The Flash. You know what's actually funny? What was the... Uh, it, uh, the I saw this recently. Daredevil... Or, uh, Deadpool 2. Mm-hmm. Definitely ha- I definitely noticed it when, it when I watched it, but I like watched the clip on like Facebook or something. But like Deadpool makes fun of Rob Liefeld. Hmm. They're like... Whose idea of a character, like, when he was, it was, like, making fun of Domino, he's like, uh-huh. who fucking, like, comes up with that? Probably someone who can't draw feet. And it's such a hard dig <laughs> at Rob Liefeld, and it's amazing. That's good. I like that. But. Yeah. Cool. All right. I think that's all I've been up to. All right. Uh, I have continued reading The Flash. It is still quite good. Uh, it definitely moves faster, and it's more interesting when I'm reading new material. Which are catching up, like reading stuff that I'd already read. It's good that it moves fast. Kind of like it's supposed to move fast. No, shut it's your. Supposed to be the fastest man alive. Shut your nose. Except for when he's not, because there's a villain that's faster, and he's just got to go faster. Actually, there's not particularly a villain that's faster. No. Oh. Yeah, that's a bullshit thing that the show does. Okay. Yeah. No, he's he's the fastest man alive. Um, currently, Savitar, who's one of the villains, who is the most recent, I think the most recent uh, speedster that was faster than him in the show. Uh, is there and it's very I, I i i saw the flash on netflix today when i was going through to see what i should watch mm-hmm. and i was tempted to watch the season 
since Avatar to see how accurate it is. Because I doubt it's true. Because it's just this dude that got speed powers, but thinks that no one else is worthy of having speed powers. Mm. So he's able to actually like sap speed from everybody else. But Wally is so close to the speed force that he actually can't sap Wally's powers. So you got Max Mercury, Johnny Quick, Jesse Quick, uh, Jay Garrick, uh, and Bart Allen all lose their powers. Mm-hmm. And like, there's actually a really good impulse uh, issue of Bart Allen like, uh, like living in a world, uh, like living in a, a day as a kid who grew up with speed powers, not mm-hmm. having speed powers. And, uh, like, gets bullied a whole bunch at school for, like, being slow, like, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Because he's a kid. Uh, which is actually a really nice, uh, not nice. It's a really good issue. Uh, but, yeah, no, it continues to be good. We're in the middle of the Savitar thing. But, uh, I'll see how that turns out. Uh, what else have I done? Uh, I've been listening to, uh, Billie Eilish again, like, more, forever. What am I fucking doing? Um. Please don't. Constantly listening to Billy Eilish all the time. Or uh, William Eyelash, as Rain Wilson called her. <laughs> I, I believe I did see that video, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Got a young man named Billy Eyelash? <laughs> um, yeah, she is my spirit animal. I don't know if you saw that. In my I did see that in the group me, yeah. She's my spirit animal. Super vulgar, which is exactly yep. me. Um, she has a unhealthy addiction to a certain, like, uh, entertainment entity mm-hmm. versus the office minus DC. And she dresses differently than people around her to stand out. Also, like, like I actually took off my tie right before I left because I was like, yeah, maybe I should fucking take this off. Uh, mm-hmm. um, cause I, nobody else in my office wears sh- like shirt and tie, but I do cause dress for the job you want, not the job you have. Yep. Uh, and there was another reason. Oh, super depressed. <laughs> oh, yeah. <Hey! laughs> uh, so that. Yep. Uh, I think that's all I've been up to. I've been teaching Stevie how to play guitar. Oh. She's doing great. Good. She picked up, well, I mean, most of the basic chords. Basically, the next thing I have to teach her is bar chords, which is the, uh, the bad one. Because <laughs> I taught you a little bit how to play guitar early on. Yeah, and some of the basic chords. You get, you, I could um, probably still play like an E and A chord. Yeah, easy, easy, super easy ones. <laughs> yep. But yeah, so that's what I've been up to. Um, do you have uh, a Swamp Thing update? I've kind of been slacking on Swamp Thing. Yeah. I, I just caught up on uh, um, Young Justice, mm. and it's still really good. Okay. Yeah, like... I always, I, I'm pretty much constantly remembering that it's there and I need to stay caught up, but I just can't get excited about it. Yeah. It's not bad. It's just boring. I never finished Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Because it's just, it's not, it's not something that draws me back. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, especially after, like, the only thing I'd really seen of uh, Swamp Thing, besides what, like, you say in the show, was seeing what the Phantom Stranger looked like, and immediately I was like, fuck, no. <laughs> no. <laughs> Yeah. God, that's the like. It's like they forgot that he's literally Judas Iscariot, mm-hmm. who is constantly trying to betray people to basically redeem himself. It's not redeeming himself to betray people. It's basically putting him through the torment of betraying a bunch of people mm-hmm. um, that he has to get close to for him to like repent, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, so I doubt that they did that. No, probably not. 
news. News. Any news in particular that you? I've got some news. I, saw I got one today that was. I got some good news and I got some bad news. Which do you want news first? That came out today that is really, really, really good. It's probably my good news. Which one do you want first? Oh, let's do your bad news first. Uh, the bad news is that Taika Waititi's Akira movie has been put on hold indefinitely. Oh no! What is he ever gonna do? <laughs> the good news is that Taika Waititi's returning to direct Thor Four. Taika Waititi's back. Yes. <laughs> Woot! I saw that today. That's good. Uh, so, what do you suppose they're gonna do for it? Whatever Taika Waititi wants. <laughs> they don't have an overarching plot to do right now, so they're just like, go for it, have fun. So. Do we know which comes first? Thor, probably Guardians 3 comes before Thor 4, right? Uh, who's doing Thor or Guardians 3? Oh, it's James Gunn again. James Gunn's back, back. yeah. Uh, well, I think James Gunn has a script. Yeah, and I think they've got a release date locked down. Mm-hmm. Um, let me just Google that real quick. It is crazy to me that right now is the only time in the past uh, 10 years, basically, that all the Marvel movies are out. Mm-hmm. And we have no trailers for any upcoming ones. Yeah. Like, it, it's... I'm mean, No Marvel movies at all. Man. Not even, like, just MCU. No Marvel movies have a trailer out right now. There are things in the works. I mean, but New Mutants, in... technically. Okay. Look. <laughs> <laughs> no movies that are actually going to get released. <laughs> Fair. like, everything... With the Fox merger, with the end of the Infinity Saga, it's just... Mm-hmm. Like, uh, Black uh, Black Widow's filming. Yep. Or are they in post production? I don't. Do they wrap? I don't think so. I don't think yet. Because if anything, that's the one that's closest to coming out. It's the only one that's like happening right now. Yeah. Because everything else is like, oh, James Gunn is back, and like we're gonna do a Black Panther two, and we're gonna do a this thing, and we have like our shows that we're gonna do. But it's like right now, it's like, oh, okay. So they're going to drop a bunch of stuff think... us on at Comic-Con? Oh, probably. Oh, yeah. Because it's San Diego's in like two weeks or something, isn't it? I, I think so, yeah. I mean, it's got to be. I'm it's always the, uh... that time. Um, um, but right now, I don't think we have any superhero movie trailers out. I no, we don't even. Yeah, because Wonder Woman 84 is the next one. And that's not till what, end of next year? Yeah, and that doesn't have a trailer. I mean, they're, they've wrapped filming. They're doing production. But they're, we're not, mm-hmm. nowhere near a trailer yet. Yeah. Um, okay, so Thor 4 is looking at a May 21st, 2021 release date. Okay. Uh, Guardians 3. Um, oh, <laughs> San Diego Comic-Con in two days. Oh, so that's so our next I episode. Think our next episode, well, it's, it's Thursday through Monday. Uh, so we'll see what uh, panels are happening when. Yeah. Oh, I'll kind of quickly check this out right now. Okay. Uh, Guardians 3 is not looking like it might be. It, it's... Not likely to be 2021, but it might be 2022. Okay. So, interesting. Because as of right now, Thor's hanging out with the Guardians. So, are they going to send him off on a side quest? Just do like a five minutes at the beginning? Like, sorry guys, I've got to go get the mystical shield of something from somewhere. And yeah, he goes and does that. Oh, I, it's, I don't think it's going to be that. I think it's going to be a whole bunch of like... Asgard. Well, I mean, Guardians. Oh, that's like. That's why I forgot that he's with. Yes. Okay. Sorry. I was putting together things in my head as I was talking. I was spewing a bunch of inaccurate shit, and then I realized all of what you were going for, asking which one came first, and then you saying literally verbatim that he's with mm-hmm. the. Yeah. 
look. <laughs> <laughs> what else is new? <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, I don't know. Interesting. I think it'll be a Guardians thing because if he's with the Guardians, they wouldn't do a Thor movie with the entire Guardians. Yeah, it's surely like doing not. a Captain America movie with all the Avengers. Oh, wait. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I, I don't know. Maybe. Maybe I think it's, it's Guardians. First. Maybe it's not actually a Thor movie. Maybe it's a Valkyrie movie. That'd be dope. That'd I'm be on, cool. I'm on for that. Yeah. Give me the, give me some of that. Absolutely. Give me some of that Valkyrie. Yep. <laughs> uh, I'm still trying to fucking find there. There's no like very succinct. Is that the right word? Concrete or uh, short? Succinct works. Yeah. Succinct. There's no succinct schedule. Everything's like. Uh okay. Uh, I'll I'll keep kind of like. I'll right. fucking post something on Twitter. All right. Uh, so we knew that Margot Robbie was making a Barbie movie, right? Did we? I yeah. I I seem uh, I'm not feels surprised. Like something that we knew, but we probably just like disregarded slash repressed. You know who they just added as writers? Uh okay. Uh, give me a hint of a genre they've done, or that they're probably known for. That probably what you're indie. Oh. No. Uh, Greta Gerwig and Noah Baumbach. Who the fuck are they? Uh, Noah Baumbach did uh, The Squid and the Whale and um, something. Is that of... like the sequel to The Lobster? <laughs> <laughs> I wish. It's all part of the Aquaman universe. Uh, let's see. Oh, what's the one I saw? He did the Meyerowitz stories, which is the Netflix original with um, Adam Sandler's actually really good acting. Oh um one of those yeah <laughs> yeah so he does like fun little yeah. indie dramas and greta gerwig she did ladybird recently okay wrote and directed which was a, a high profile oscar contender level yeah indie movie great movie uh so that's some weirdly high profile very talented names to get attached to i mean to it's a movie getting like michael this. bay to do a dora the explorer movie like hollywood's fucking in a weird jumble right now <laughs> I just like that's two people that I will I would basically go see a movie by them just on the basis of their name alone. It's probably like a super existential and double standard shattering movie. That's what I'm thinking. There's something in the pitch <laughs> where they're like they're taking a bunch of risks and they're yeah. like, okay, we'll get on board for this. Yeah, it's just gonna be like girls are gonna go to look for Barbie and it's gonna, they're gonna be hoping for like that. Oh yay, Barbie! And it's gonna be like life is miserable. I'm ha- I have fucking bulimia and it's just like oh god this is dark yeah <laughs> shatter all those little girls expectations yeah no i, just, I don't know it's gonna be interesting that'll be fun yep i like that idea of just like making barbie a really dark and depressing movie yeah and showing the like sad reality of like culture's expect or like our or not not well it's, it's a global sexism sexism's a global thing kind of just a human crazy. thing yeah um but no, I I, I kind of like that. I feel like it's a it's an interesting. Well, okay, maybe not because the target audience of a Barbie movie would be females. So like doing a movie that's talking about sexism and how bad it is, is is super not productive. With the tar- if the target audience is the people that fucking know, it's like hey, we're gonna make a movie that's about depression for depression people. Hey, look, this is what depression's like, and we're all like. I know. Well, I mean, people people like to have what they believe confirmed. Makes them feel good. Well, okay, no, but like I think if they're going to do something that's like uh expectation shattering, forward, and yeah. It's 
it might be something of like more of an empowering like pushing yourself through i don't fucking know i, I don't know what they'll do i'm just i'm all of a sudden weird. very intrigued by this yeah. movie <laughs> i kind of want to go see door the explorer <sighs> i've got some free tickets i just no <laughs> no we got some movie no. pass no no <laughs> definitely no. not uh okay uh what else has happened uh we got a trailer for the king's man oh yes we did yeah i am still confused where it's when it's set world war one era world war one yeah that was okay. trenches okay because there was a few like other like arthur king arthur era shots king arthur era i shots? think there was like some there was like some past like shots i don't believe you uh, i might have been crazy you are you are um when did the Kingsman? I thought the Kingsman started with King Arthur. No. What am I thinking of? Um, like most fucking the Knights of the things. Round Table. Ah, uh, no, I'm like like Hellboy? most things start with fucking like yeah. King Arthur, Arthurian legend stuff. Hellboy, remember that? Yep. Excalibur. This is no mortal sword. Yeah, fuck off. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> what a movie. <laughs> <laughs> what a movie. Uh, no, the Kingsman. It no, it's a, it looks interesting. Yeah. They they look like they're going a lot darker than I was expecting. Um which is intriguing. Like World War 1. Yeah, no, makes dark sense. fucking times. But like Someone's saying the darkest hour. Was that World War 2? That was World War 2. Damn it. Nicely done. Wasn't he around? Well, Winston was around in World War 1. Yeah, he existed. Yeah. Um yeah, no, uh like the 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 first two Kingsman movies, they weren't going to go to any lengths to pretend that the Kingsman organization was perfect, but it was generally kind of we're the good guys and everyone else is the bad guys yeah and this one very much looks like it's like are we really supposed to think these guys are the good guys because mm-hmm. i mean for one thing you got voldemort kind of being your yeah lead guy and he can play a good a good more hero character um or more of a likable character but a, so just some of the lines in the trailer they're like yeah are we actually supposed to be rooting for these guys so all right, challenge my assumptions. We have a first look at Rick and Morty season four. Oh, I didn't know that. It, it just kind of fucking happened. Okay. Um, but, I mean, I'm not going to bother looking at it because I don't like just stopping to look at things and watch trailers <laughs> in the middle of a, of a trailer. Uh, there's nothing really else that I think of. Uh, yeah, I like how they did the Taika Waititi's Akira movie put on hold. But don't like add on the the fact. Because that's, that's when you scroll up to the top, the important... <laughs> right the actual real news uh yeah okay okay anything else that's all i got uh lion king was apparently rough oh shocker hmm. shame <laughs> who fucking saw that coming yep me <laughs> um all right okay matt preston you know we kind of discussed uh a little bit of like all these like the fact that we're in this like weird chunk where there is no superhero movies coming out. Mm-hmm. It's fucking weird. It's weird. What what happened to the just the fast paced all these fucking movies are coming out? Is this an awkward segue? It's, it's an attempt. Go with it. Uh, I don't even know how to run with There's that. So many movies that have been canceled. You're, you're supposed to say, "Oh, they've all been canceled. All these DC movies have been canceled." See, I Surely, can tell. Hang I can... on. No, I'm gonna keep running with it. I'm gonna have this. I'm gonna have to segue with myself. All right. Well, they've all been canceled. You go segue yourself. DC in the had corner. all these like all these movies that they were gonna do that have all been canceled. You got all these 
oh, oh like they, they were gonna try to do this thing with marvel but like it's canceling movies isn't like a like a it's a new canceling all these superhero movies is like a new thing right like it's just like the the volume right canceling superhero movies isn't like an old thing is it it isn't thank wait what wait yes <laughs> <laughs> Uh, man you know i i think you think you were throwing the ball up in there nice easy soft toss for me to me to hit it out of the park with an excellent segue but that play tennis with myself no you what you did is you took that ball and you spiked it in the ground and said why didn't you hit that (laughs) i like like hit it to the Uh, left and i was just like what the fuck matt yeah no, superhero movies. Oh. They get planned sometimes and then don't actually happen. Oh, yes, they do. Uh, There's one in particular that I thought was super hilarious, and I know it's going to come up, but I just want to talk about it briefly. Okay, which one it's is that? It's supposed to be a Batman musical. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> <laughs> Who thought Batman singing was going to be a good idea? Like, you do Disney on ice. Like, you get, like, Toy Story and stuff on ice, which is fine, because those yeah. characters you can maybe sing. Yeah. But, like... You've got a what? friend in you. <laughs> <laughs> like, maybe you could get, like, uh, uh, you can get Barbara Gordon, who did ballet. Get her doing a, like, doing a little bit of a thing. You get, like, Joker. Joker would totally sing. Oh, absolutely. I'm pretty sure he sung multiple times. He would do, he he would do a full-on, like, Sinatra level, yeah. just one of those, you know, 50s crooner tunes, but and imagine, he would love every second of it. Imagine a baritone bass duet between Bane and Batman. <laughs> what? <laughs> I think you mean bass and baser. <laughs> bass and baser. I think they probably make Batman a baritone. Like he's he's yeah. He's not like it's not a deep voice. It's a growl. Yeah. And like when you put him like you you put him in a Bruce Wayne and he's kind of like he's got his charismatic like I'm yeah, like okay, this. That's, no, that's well, fair. I'm like that's fair. But Bane would or, oh even better a baritone soprano mezzo soprano Bane. <laughs> he's like. I was born in the dark. <laughs> no, I just, I just wanted a whole let that happen. Oh boy, Fucking Batman musical. Yeah, hitting me. God, I didn't even research that. I just saw that and immediately closed the window. I was like, yep. not even. I don't even want to torture myself with this. Yeah, no. So in honor of New Mutants impending cancellation, or oh, yeah, that's maybe we not. That's why we're doing this because that was supposed to come out. I guess a couple weeks ago yeah. or something like that but we've was had one a, of the know, release dates. Weird few weeks of of scheduling. We're gonna we're gonna get back to schedules or uh, episodes being released on time, are we? Maybe. Who knows? That's it's unknowable. Thirty percent promise. Okay. You can hold me to that thirty percent of the time. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So I figured I, I found a few nice little internet lists of famous superhero movies that were supposed to happen and then that's didn't what we do. got canceled that's what our podcast is we're not investigators we just look up on the internet what we're just gonna spew back at you yep so to make it a little more fun uh we've come up with a oh, we're not just gonna read from wikipedia like we do 37 percent of the we're like 30s today i know 80 percent of the time that we 78 percent of the time 78 percent of the time bringing that shit back there we go hey we remember Call the back. recurring joke wow after completely forgetting the last recurring joke we made <laughs> what was the last recurring joke we made? Well, fuck it up. Then we had to switch the switch our roles. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Wow, we f- you forgot again? God, Matt. <laughs> I have a bad When's memory. When's my birthday? Don't say it on... It doesn't fucking matter. We, we, t- we had my birthday episode. February 23rd. What is going on? 
Spider Man. You're the easiest. You're the one who would remember it of all people because we're literally two weeks apart. Yeah, it's easy. <laughs> Spider Man. Uh, Spider Man's had a lot of movies. Spider-Man. Some of them have been canceled. Have one they? of them I have completely made up off the top of my head. Oh. Okay. I know that there are. I know two movies that have been canceled by for Spider Man. All right. Uh, so this one you probably have heard of. I'll just I'll give you this one. This is a Sam gimme. Raimi? Sam Raimi Spider Man yeah. Four. Uh, the one that was supposed to have Venom. Yep. Right. Um. That's what he was like going to build up Venom, right? And then... He was never very excited about Venom. I think oh. that's kind of the behind the scenes stuff. Um. I thought he was like building it up, but then they were just like, "Ah, oh, no, we're not. We're just going to do three. Put him in here now." Uh. Well, they definitely said, "No, you're going to throw Venom in. You're going to put him in three, and it's going to be good." Okay. Uh, and he was not happy about that. Um. Actually, I have a quote from him uh, that says, "I was very unhappy with Spider-Man three, and I wanted to make Spider-Man four to end on a very high note. The best Spider-Man of them all." What Spider-Man 4 was actually going to do is it was going to take a person. It was going to follow at the very beginning a person that was in that scene, the jazz scene. Mm-hmm. And it was going to go and write an article about how Peter Parker is the best dancer ever and singer ever. And then it was going to and it was going to spur Peter Parker to become a Broadway star. I was really hoping you were building up to a good punchline there so I didn't cut you off, but boy did you let me down. that's what i'm I'm good at i'm good at setups right right yeah (laughs) sure um yeah so sam raimi he wanted to come back he wanted to do this movie sony sort of wanted him to come back they also wanted to do their reboot at this point Uh because i don't know they're sony and they can't have nice things um but Spider-Man 3 made, like, $900 million at the global box office. And as much as we make fun of it today, it's not an awful movie. Uh, it's not good. It's not good. It's, like, it's definitely down there yeah. as far as superhero movies go. But it's not fan-forced level. It's, like, bottom ten. I, I mean, it depends on how mainstream you're counting. It's, That's a good point. It's substantially better than, say, Batman Forever, Batman and Robin. Catwoman. Uh, <laughs> miles better than Catwoman. <laughs> um miles spider-man yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> miles molasses i that's is that racist <laughs> oh i was not going for racist <laughs> shit <laughs> whoops uh you know yeah no i made it racist by pointing that out exactly <laughs> uh i i mean molasses doesn't have to be black does it i don't know i've never seen molasses google white molasses or asian molasses what um anyway uh no i think i, I think oh, thick dark browns all right yeah yeah Racist. all right <laughs> yeah uh so sam raimi was gonna come back he was gonna do this uh they got james vanderbilt who you might i mean you wouldn't oh, yeah, know the he name founded the vanderbilt school right that's no he wrote zodiac oh which oh. i know you really know him of i love zodiac. yeah so he's, he's got some big writing credits to his name and they brought him in to write so he wrote the first draft of four okay and then uh wrote i guess basic treatment outline things for five and six because they were planning to go like all in on this um they never really settled on what they were gonna do with the villain uh there was a lot of kind of behind the scenes energy for getting the lizard involved because they had uh dr kurt connors in i think all three of the first movies and he's got it turns into the oh, lizard. Oh yeah, he was in like the first. He was in, I know he was in the first one for sure. Yeah, well, and I know he's in the third one because one of the few clips that I can remember clearly from that he is he looks at venom. He looks at the venom and he's like, "You didn't get any on it. It's very 
aggressive yeah or something like that um yeah so there was a lot of uh, a lot of people wanting to give him a, a bigger character arc and turn him into the lizard either in this one or in five mm-hmm. um they also at one point came very close to casting john malkovich as vulture which that would have been pretty good yeah. i think um the they toyed with at least there's some concept art for the idea of revealing that Bruce Campbell, who has a cameo in all three of them, uh-huh. uh, would have ended up being Mysterio at oh. the beginning. Um, they drag him in and they're like, "Oh, it was Mysterio all along," yeah. which would have been fun. Yeah. Um, they were wanting to bring in uh, Felicia Hardy character, but in, that's Black Cat. Black Cat, yeah. But instead of making I her Spider Man game. This is yeah, you know Spider Man. Yeah, I know Spider Man. I weirdly I know quite a bit about Spider Man. Mm-hmm. He's the character that I'm gonna go for first when I go when I rise. All I right, fu- finish my collection of DC. So when I when I buy DC out and right. <laughs> <laughs> uh yeah, so she was uh they wanted Felicia Hardy, um they were kind of leaning away from doing Black Cat because it felt it would have felt like a Catwoman ripoff, and wow, what a stretch. Do you know who they had audition for the role? Oh, please tell me Halle Berry. And Hathaway. Oh, yeah. <laughs> as much as Halle Berry would be good, too. Yeah. Would she? Depends on the writers. Yeah. She could probably be a good <laughs> Catwoman. She'd be a great Catwoman. She, she's, like, she's close to the... She's she's the one thing that you can see potential in in that movie. Yeah. <laughs> she's got sort of that, I don't know, energy. Spunk. Spunk. That's the one. Yep. Uh yeah, so they wanted they wanted her to maybe play Vultress, which was going to be a made up female version of the Vulture or sidekick. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, but they ended up canceling it at the end of 2010 so that they could do the reboot. Um, Sam Raimi said, "quote I couldn't get the script together in time due to my own failings, and I said to Sony, I don't want to make a movie that is less than great, so I think we shouldn't make this picture. Go ahead with your reboot, which is what you've been planning anyway." He said that to them. Yep. Wow, that is a confrontational sentence. Go ahead with your reboot. I know you've been planning it anyway. <laughs> According to everyone, the the breakup was amicable. But ah, whoa, that's what they all say. Yeah, not all of them. Uh... <laughs> Continue. Uh... <laughs> all right. There's, uh... a, there's a there's a there's a story behind that. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, of course, we were also supposed to get an Amazing Spider-Man three. Yep. But then Amazing Spider-Man two was bad. Bad. Uh, yeah, it was not amazing. No, it was really subpar. Um, (laughs) subpar. Imagine if they did superior Spider-Man. It'd be subpar your (laughs) Spider-Man. Yeah. My puns aren't as good as the Spider-Man review. (laughs) Fun fact, they were going to do a superior Spider-Man movie at one point. Wow. They were really just like, oh fuck. And then that one would go bad. And they're like, all right, time for ultimate Spider-Man. Fuck. Yeah. I'll get, I'll get, I'll get to that in a minute. Um, so they were going to bring back Mark Webb to direct. Uh, they didn't have a lot in the, by way of plot information. Definitely Man, just dropped did, my laptop. That was not have Spider-Man reflexes. Yeah, no, I really don't. Uh, the, the one plot point that they were kind of batting around is that they were going to have Spider-Man somehow get a magical or scientific formula that could either bring people back from the dead or make cloned copies of them or something like that. Uh, so that they could bring back, um, say, Gwen Stacy or her dad who dies at the end of the first one or his parents or something. I don't know. 
Uh, that's about the only idea, uh, except that they also wanted to bring back Chris Cooper as Goblin, but just like, because he dies in Amazing Spider-Man 2. Oh, yeah. He gets like three lines and then dies of a horrible disease. Mm-hmm. Um, they were going to bring him back by like reviving his decapitated head or yeah. something. It was it was weird. Okay, uh, it's a comic book. So, uh, I got a uh, superhero movie. Comic books can be weird. Yep. Nah, nonsense. Very. <laughs> uh, yeah. So then, um, that didn't happen, and uh, they at one point batted around the way, idea of doing another reboot and doing the Superior Spider-Man. Okay. I was talking about. Uh, again, this barely even got off the ground because then they were jumping in and doing Homecoming, and they're like, okay, well, this is what we're what we're settling in and doing. Yeah. Um. That one was going to be, I, they, details are very sketchy. Mm-hmm. They were looking at, I think, going a little more ground level. Um, they were talking about getting Kingpin in. Yeah. Trying to, you know, I guess, compete with the Dark Knights of the world. Mm-hmm. Although this would have been post-2014 is when oh, Amazing 2. Yeah. But since when has Sony been one to jump on the bandwagons? Yeah. Yeah. Never. Yeah, so they were gonna they're gonna bring in Kingpin. They were maybe actually gonna no, they weren't gonna they weren't gonna do the lizard. That was that was ready for. Anyway, um, and then the other one, uh, do you know that James Cameron was gonna do a Spider-Man movie. Feel like I've heard about this in the nineties with maybe Leo DiCaprio. That's fake. Or the other one that they considered was Edward Furlong, who you might know as the kid from Terminator Two. Was she still in... Oh, man. Yeah, that was... A, oh, uh, man. Ed Furlong, who? From Terminator <laughs> 2, who? <laughs> uh, originally, they were going to have... Um, the, the very original plan that they had before James Cameron really got his hands on it and started reworking it uh, is they were going to have Arnold Schwarzenegger as Doc Ock. So they were going to do Terminator. Yeah, kind of. Um, Maggie Smith was going to play Aunt May. know i feel like i don't know how funny aunt may of a character is but maggie smith definitely needs to be like witty like a, a little lot. bit yeah like <laughs> i feel like she's kind of like the old female ryan reynolds yeah i can kind of see it an old female british yeah. ryan reynolds yeah a little bit uh yeah so she was gonna play aunt may uh they were gonna bring in lance henriksen who was the android from aliens uh, to play a version of Electro, sort of a okay. another version. This was this is the second version they came up with once they scrapped the Doc Ock okay, Arnold Schwarzenegger idea. This is real. Uh, and then they were gonna have Sandman be his henchman. Um, I'm not sold. <laughs> That's a fake one. <laughs> no, the Superior Spider-Man one's fake. Really? Yeah. Uh, but it makes so so much sense. <laughs> <laughs> they would totally do that exactly i know all right <laughs> ha, got you good uh no this one there's some very interesting stuff this was going to be like an r-rated movie um spider-man drops an f-bomb in the climax <laughs> take that as you may <laughs> uh, speaking of don't uh, take that as you will. <laughs> Not using May in that joke. <laughs> Speaking of climaxes, oh there's a scene where Spider-Man seduces MJ by uh, telling her about the mating habits of spiders. 
I'm going to read you some dialogue from James Cameron's actual. <gasps> it's called a scriptment. I've read this. Mm-hmm. Oh. <laughs> Courtship among the spiders is highly ritualized. Oh. It varies from species to species. The male spider may circle the female or wave his front legs to signal that he is not prey. The female usually signals her willingness by an uncharacteristic passivity. <laughs> In certain crab spiders, such as... Uh, the male will... <laughs> that, that's the script? Uh, it's How is that spelled? X-Y-S-T-I-C-U-S. I Wait. think it's a real spider. Histicus? Kistikus? Oh, that's I thought Kistikus? you just made a stupid sound. <laughs> oh! <laughs> uh, the... I thought you were making the sound of, like, a web. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, in certain species of crab spiders, uh, the male will attach strands of silk to the female, tying her limbs. <laughs> I just lost all of my sexual orientation. <laughs> Like I don't have a sexual orientation anymore. <laughs> let me read let me read the the direction that comes after this. Spider-Man moves his hand gracefully across her and she sees the sheerest silk webbing glinting in the moonlight. First one wrist, then the other. Hypnotic movement in the moonlight. Her arms are bound to the wall. Her breathing gets more rapid. <laughs> uh and then um I need to be drunk for this. Yeah. <laughs> there's and it he goes on for a little more and then God. um what he removes his mask and kisses her their mouths very slowly and very no, sensuously okay, devour each other nope, peter nope, and mj nope, are nope, locked nope, together nope, 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 he is nope, nope. mesmerizing we get it they start having sex he pushes up their skirt they Stop make it. love Matt, fuck. high above the world <laughs> they're up on a bridge <laughs> Yeah, no, uh, there's some oh, really there's some really weird stuff in here. Um, Peter Parker's introduced popping a zit in a mirror. Good. Because um, it gets really into the, uh, like, uh, puberty metaphors. Um, here's another direction. Tight on Peter as he wakes up. He opens his eyes cautiously, not knowing what to expect. Full back to reveal that he's in st- still in bed. All is normal. He breathes a sigh of relief. In fact, he feels pretty good. Lots of energy. He pulls back the covers and... Something is causing the sheet to stick to him. He lifts it, revealing a sticky white mask, completely covering him, gluing him to the bedding. James! Jimmy! Jimbo! Come on, my dude! (laughs) Uh, He's described, Peter Parker, when he's first described, is introduced as, quote, your basic sexually pent-up adolescent. Um, I have a feeling that James Cameron right now is a basic sexually pent-up adolescent. <laughs> There's also a very classic exchange between MJ and Spidey. She says, I love you. And he says, cool. Oh. <laughs> Man, he is so in tune with high schoolers. <laughs> in fairness, this was like 93 he wrote this. So. Um, weirdly, a lot of the rest of the stuff is pretty good. The The version of Electro is interesting um he's sort of a uh he's described as a a slimy businessman type who's quote bigger than trump because ah. trump was big business big. man in the 90s um and he had this whole thing where he's going to gather together superpowered beings and they were gonna 
be this the new race of the supermen it's all very nietzschean uh, um so he gets sandman in to do his dirty work the the way he describes the sandman fights sounds cool um i don't know i think with three or four rewrites and <laughs> fix some of the really obvious glaring one problems just going no yeah to the sex scene <laughs> yeah this could be a pretty decent movie and in fact they borrow a lot of the stuff for um the original spider-man like the organic web shooters mm-hmm. that was something that originated in this script hmm. um the the scene where he wakes up and there's webs all over the the room and he doesn't need his glasses anymore yeah that's straight out of this script um just some stuff like that uh the one where spider-man uh describes flash thompson as a butthead in voiceover hmm. no that was just in the script <laughs> like you know in dialogue Okay, fine. You can get a butthead in there. Yeah. But he uses the word butthead twice in voiceover. So. Yeah. Is that all for Spider-Man? That's all for Spider-Man. Okay. I mean, there's also the Sinister Six movie that they were oh, yeah. going to try to do. Uh, and then just ended up not, which is good. Yeah. All right. So let's let's switch over and talk about Batman for a little bit. Batman! So there's the Batman musical, which we already touched on. Yep um i'm gonna just kind of skip by that one uh so i've got three batman movies for you one of them is fake um one is that dc was really trying to get christopher nolan back to do a dark knight returns sort of a post-apocalyptic really uber gritty one uh that would have so um so dark knight rises takes a lot of elements from batman cataclysm which is the the lead into no man's land which is a huge fucking deal um like the whole like the the bombs blowing up and like Mm -hmm. stuff like collapsing it's basically that like uh with cataclysm it's a um earthquake and there's other stuff like there's a whole Mm -hmm. thing to it um that would make sense that he would do kind of like a no man's land afterwards Mm -hmm. yeah so they were they were leaning towards that uh that obviously didn't happen because they went off and they were like no let's actually do batman versus superman because man of steel was the best movie we're gonna make until aquaman oh yeah because that was 2012 and 2013 yeah that was fast fucking yeah yep uh let's see they at one point uh wanted to do a batman more of a straight batman year one adaptation directed by darren aronofsky okay who you might know as the black swan guy Oh, ooh, ooh! Your one's got some pretty fucking dope imagery. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Uh, let me read you a couple of points that they were going to have in the script, though. Um, Alfred's character is going would be changed to an African American man named Little Al who runs an auto repair shop and acts as Bruce's mentor. Uh, that seems like an amalgamation of Alfred, Lucius Fox, and. Henry? That guy. Yeah. What's his name? Hector. Harold. Harold. I think it's Harold. It was like the fucking mechanic weird guy for like two years before he just never fucking showed his face again. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I remember him from the animated series a little bit. Yeah. They were going to go back to the Bill Finger version of Batman and have him use a lot of chemical weapons. Chemical based weapons. Bill Finger. According to this thing. Okay. Because um, basically most of what we know Batman for is Bill Finger, actually. Like, mm-hmm. Bob Kane came up with the idea of uh, 
guy dressed as a bat. Mm-hmm. But basically everything else is Bill Finger, which is uh, for people who haven't seen it, I highly recommend watching uh, Batman and Bill. Mm-hmm. Batman and Bill. Yeah. Batman and Bill. Great documentary. Uh, really sad ending when you find out that Bill Finger is buried somewhere in it with an unmet, unmarked grave. Yeah. The guy who fucking created the most iconic. I I would put him above. Well, fuck. It's a tough one. Yeah. Definitely more iconic than Spider Man. Because Batman and Superman are more ingrained in our. We've talked about this before. Yeah. Batman and Superman are more ingrained in our culture. I think Superman is probably a bit more iconic. Yeah. Because he's more of the I person so. you want to be. Yeah. And you want around. Yep. Batman's the one that's fucking cool <laughs> that you can be. <laughs> there you go. That's kind of interesting. Superman's the one you want to be. Batman's the one you can be. Okay. Like you, you can't. But no. You, it's, but it's within physical right. human possibility. Yeah. Uh, I don't like this part, but they were going to make him get the bat persona from an entwined T and W for Thomas Wayne on a ring he wore that was when he was fighting crime that was mistaken for a bat. Hmm. Cause that's how the year one gets the yeah, bat that's, imagery. That's the, uh, most iconic fucking panel of all Batman ever is <laughs> him looking at a ring and going, Oh, it does kind of look like a bat. I'll be a bat. <laughs> not yes father i shall become a bat ah <laughs> oh, man good stuff good stuff Three. this no not i yep. uh, really hope that that would have gotten fixed when they ended up doing it yeah um but they were gonna have uh aronofsky come in and do it um as sort of a reboot this actually ended up becoming sort of batman begins okay. uh they yep. were it was early aughts that they were working on it mm-hmm. um one fun fact Arnofsky has stated that he wanted Batman to be played by Joaquin Phoenix. So, hey. Woo! Full circ, uh, full U-shape. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that worked out. Uh, and then, oh yes, this one. Batman Unchained. This would have been the sequel to Batman and Robin. The okay. continued follow-up. Uh, Is it? Is it just like Superman Unchained, but it's Batman? <laughs> uh, there's not a ton of plot details. They were going to bring the actual Schumacher to direct. Uh, they were wanting to have Scarecrow be the main villain. Oh, I knew he was going to do a, the fifth one. Fifth one? Fifth one. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he was going to have a fifth one. Yeah. Uh, they were looking at uh, Nick Cage, Jeff Goldblum, Christopher Lloyd, and Steve Buscemi as the Scarecrow. Yeah. Which, I can see it on, like, all of them. Yeah? Scarecrow can be a really diverse character. He's one that's not really, like, stuck to one type. Right. Um, and it, it's, like, as long as you don't get someone who's just, like, bulky and ripped. Right. Like, you need a scrawny person, which is Steve Buscemi. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> scrawny. He'd, he'd be good. He'd be yeah. good. Um, Nick Cage. Nick Cage pre-Meltdown would be good. Honestly, Nick Cage meltdown would be pretty good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what about the Superman? What if he was Superman? We'll get to that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, George Clooney. One of the things that derailed the production was that George Clooney absolutely refused to come back and do it again because mm. he hated it so much. Yep. So they were Still looking. It. Yeah. So they were looking at getting Kurt Russell to fill in. Oh. Which would have no. been interesting. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that would have been kind of weird. Yep. Um, I don't know. That probably would have been bad, right? Yep. Joel Schumacher doing another Batman movie. That couldn't have ended well. Yeah. Uh, 
So which one's fake? Oh, I thought you had. Didn't Burton have another one? So Burton had two, and then Schumacher I thought he was had two. Have a third. I'm pretty sure there's a canceled Burton one. Well, yeah. Okay. And I it was the Dark Knight Returns one. Yeah. 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 Based on the fact that you had like no information on that, and the rest of me had a lot of information on. Yeah. And also the fact that I knew the other ones were about to exist. <laughs> <laughs> uh. Um, you were counting on me to think the musical one was fake, weren't you? A little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see. All right, let's switch. Let's switch back to Marvel and okay. go in kind of a different direction. Um, two of these. There's not much in the way of detail at all. Uh, we were supposed to get a Fantastic Two with Josh Trank coming back. Yep. But he hated making that first one, and that first one turned out so bad that they were like, "No, let's let's not do that." Yeah. Let's uh, let's fan for not. Yeah. What? That made no sense. But you know what? I'm going to roll with it. Okay. Uh, the other one is they've been planning a Gambit movie for about 10 years yes, they with have. Channing Tatum. <laughs> yeah. That one's fucking true. Uh, yeah. Well, I think they were originally planning to do it with Taylor Kitsch after Origins Wolverine. That's right. He's in there, isn't he? Yeah. Gambit's in there. Sort of. Kind of throws his cards or something and then whacks a dude with a stick. Pretty much. Pretty much all he does. Yep. What a dude. Yeah. I can see Channing Tatum doing that. Dude, yeah. He's Magic Mike. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> callback yeah. uh but then the two that i actually have some details on is uh they were planning to do a whole x-men origins series yeah, they were and so, magneto was and then, yep the next one was x-men origins magneto uh they actually hired uh david goyer to direct who you might know as the writer for um at least one of the writers for the dark knight trilogy okay um and no, that would not have been terrible man of steel uh they were well they were going to do the whole thing with a de-aged ian mckellen this not would have been circa 2011 de-aging technology. Not the time for No, it. <laughs> not really. <laughs> uh, fortunately, it ended up getting delayed by the writer's strike and the fact that Origins Wolverine didn't do so hot. So they kind of rolled the ideas, which were um, having a lot of... It was going to be kind of a period piece. Start out with Eric in the concentration camp and then have him hunting down Nazis for the rest of the movie. And uh, Charles is there somehow. Mm-hmm. Uh, they rolled that into first class, which... Strikes me as a good decision. Yep. Um, the other one is they were planning on making a third Fantastic Four movie from the the two that started in 2005 and 2007. Four? 2004 and 2007. I, I could be totally wrong. Yeah. mid The mid-aughts one. Yeah. Where there's the first one, there's uh, Rise of the Silver Surfer. Um, Not Fantastic Beasts. Get that shit away from me. <laughs> yeah, they were going to do a third one. They were going to call it Fantastic Five. They were going to resurrect Doctor Doom and turn him into a good guy, which really makes me feel like we're lucky that the two we got were as not bad as they were, because that would have been dumb. Yeah. A little bit. Well, okay. I'm going to... So, so resurrect, are you saying resurrecting him would have been dumb, or... Resurrecting him and turning him into a good guy... Thanks to vague, right. unexplained amnesia type deal. Okay, so the amnesia thing kind of would have been dumb. Uh, Lex Luthor blackmailed himself into uh, being a Justice League member. What? That happened like right after Forever Evil. He was one of the. He was the one that was like the pivotal one that saved the world. Um, so he was just like, yeah, you fucking. I deserve to be on the fucking Justice League, and kind of blackmailed himself into the. So he's a member of the Justice League for a little bit. Okay. I don't know what happens during it because it happens after what I've read. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I have, I am refusing to read things that I haven't read yet or read about things that I have, especially in the new 52, especially prior to convergence. Mm-hmm. Except fucking finding out that Oracle's a thing again in convergence. Well, it makes sense. 
wow, that took up several turns. <laughs> but yeah, so I was kind of going on that logic of like maybe he like forced them to like oh make me a member or like you will all die or something like that. So yeah, no, answer. they were they were gonna resurrect and be like oh his memory's wiped because he's resurrected and so they'll bring him back. Um, <laughs> they were thinking at one point of having them fight the. Uh, I don't even, I'm forgetting the name, the, the mole creature that was sort of in the first fantastic, the giant underground monster that was in the first fantastic four comic. Okay. Their villain. Um, I, I know that they had scrapped that. I don't, I should have this pulled up. Uh, I think that one's fake. Yeah, that one's fake. Okay. I'm not doing a good job. I'm going to make it. Well, okay. To be fair, I knew all the other ones. Okay. Yeah. So you were kind of backed into a corner on that one. A little bit, a little bit. I was excited about that idea. Fantastic five. (laughs) (laughs) let's see um and then i didn't come up with a fake one but i had a couple more that i wanted to hit yeah uh nicholas cage was gonna play superman he was (laughs) and they were gonna do a whole fucking thing around it (laughs) yeah superman lives starring nicholas cage and directed by tim burton yep that would have been the worst thing ever and yet i so want to see it Oh, I, st- I totally want to see it. It's like the same oh, booze and booze all the way. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Can we, like... Uh, I'm assuming you didn't, like, write the giant list of all the DC movies that they claim they're going to make. No. Okay. I thought that, that would not be useful for me to list two dozen movies. That, we're going to do another episode on that. Yeah. We're going to do an episode on that where we're going to... It'd be a good idea for me. Because, mm-hmm. like... We might do that as a backup episode or something, but, like, mm-hmm. you just, like, list the movies, and then I have to make a synopsis in, like, two sentences of what I think the movie would be about. Because, mm-hmm. like, I know the characters more, so I know, like, what... And then I say whether I'd watch that movie or not. Yeah. yeah. So, that's... I think that's unfair, because that is going entirely <laughs> off my creative ability, not theirs. Yep. Exactly. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, they were they were going to do a Superman movie that was going to sort of tie back into the, the Batman universe they were thinking of. Mm-hmm. At some point, um, they were going to get Tim Burton into direct. It was going to be really weird because it was going to have a long-haired Nicolas Cage as Superman. We need to post this on our Instagram. Yes, we do. Just, I'll just go, I'll grab look that. I'll go look grab at that, that glory. Yeah. yeah. Uh, there was uh, he was going to um, somehow separate his soul from his body and use his soul to enter Lois Lane's body. Oh, uh, can we also? Uh... First of all, fucking what? Yeah. Second of all, can we also address the fact that he named his son Kal-El? It's true. That's that's a thing. Nick Dude Nick, really wanted to play Superman. He really wanted to play Superman. And he did. In uh <gasps> Teen Titans right, Go to did. the Movies. Yes he did. Oh He's so wonderful. happy. I'm so happy for him. Uh <laughs> Yeah. So that was going to happen. Um Joss Whedon was also gonna do a Wonder Woman movie. Uh, this was again, sort of mid aughts. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we have, yeah, we had, there was a, there was a script. Uh, it did not end up happening. Um, probably for the best. Cause I think it turns out that Joss Whedon can't really write female characters, which is weird. Cause he got his start writing Buffy. Yeah. Um, so I'm posting, hang on a second. Okay. <laughs> Nicolaj. 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 Ah, fucking listen <laughs> to the episode. Yeah. 
There we go. Share. Yay. Nick Yay. Ross. Listen to the episode. Yeah. Uh, so they were going to do that. DC was, I mean, they've, DC's always been spinning off ideas. They yeah. did the Dark Knight trilogy and they did Green Lantern to try to kick off the shared universe and then that didn't work. Um, was that supposed to be a shared universe? Yeah, that was supposed to be the one that kicked it off. Mm. And Was there any reference to Carol being a star sapphire? I don't think so. Okay. Because um, that was 2011, so that was after Rebirth had happened. So that was well, that was after Darkest Night. My ear just started ringing a lot. That was Oh, yeah, that was right after Darkest Night. So that was like, or Blackest Night. So that would have been Starfire or Star Sapphire and all that. So anyway, moving mm-hmm. on. Um, so, and then another one that kind of fits in this whole timeline is they were going to do... Uh, they were going to have still ringing. It needs to fucking stop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, George Miller was going to do a Justice League movie called Justice League Mortal. Yes, that's uh, that. This Bad one sounds really that. interesting because George Miller, man who did Mad Max and Mad Max Fury Road, yeah, which is arguably the great modern action movie. It'd been a lot of fun to see him throw some superheroes at the screen. And there's, you know, every six months or so, there's another rumor that they're going to do Man of Steel two, and he's going to be the one to direct it. Uh-huh. Um. It's never happening, but I really wish it would. Uh, But yeah, no, back in uh, 2009 or so, uh, they they even had a cast filled out. Uh, Army Hammer was going to play Batman. Yes, that's right. Which would have been great. Stuff came from. Uh, Yeah, they were going to have Anton Yelchin play the Flash, Mm -hmm. which would have been fun. Awesome. They had a bunch of other people that I haven't heard of playing a whole bunch of other people. English accent. Anton Yelchin. Because the dudes from like, fuck, it's a bunch of pretty. It's like Southwest United States, Central City. I'm pretty sure Anton Yelchin was American. Yeah. What? Yeah. I thought he was Russian. He just does a good bad Russian ah. accent on Star Trek. All right then. <laughs> yeah. No, he was. Oh, he was born in Saint Petersburg, but um, ha! his Wikipedia article and IMDb page describe him as an American actor. Gotcha. So, ha. Central City. I think it's also like Nebraska. Let's see. Um. Born in Leningrad. Wow, this is fled to, great. Fled to the United States in September 1989 when Anton was six months old. Okay. Ha! So he's still Russian. Sort of. <laughs> he's Russian. Sort of. I mean, it does have his. It does have his name in Russian. In. in the... Ha! <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, Central City was Ohio. Mm-hmm. Uh, Missouri. Oregon. It has been in those three places. Boy, that fucking that's thing a, moves. That's a weird three places to be. Like Ohio, Missouri, I kind of see it sort yeah. of Midwesternish. Central. Central. <laughs> and then Oregon? Oregon. Well, I think uh, it, it vaguely said like something about uh, uh, all the opening scenes show uh, in the flash. Oh, that's what they're saying. Uh, the flash show, uh, show Central City in Missouri. So in the comics, it's in Ohio. In the show, it's in Missouri. Nope, it, in the comics, too. It's in Missouri now. Fucking doesn't matter. In real life, it's in Oregon? Uh, no, in the Flash show, they were using shots of Oregon. Oh. Okay. Because the Flash doesn't fucking know how to do shit. Apparently. They're the worst. <laughs> anyway. Uh, anyway, yeah. Um, the one I don't like is casting. It was they're going to have Common play Green Lantern. And he's not a great actor. Sorry to say. I don't know him very well. Let's see, he was in John Wick 2. Oh, you know what else he was in? Bigfoot. 
Yes. Remember those? Smallfoot. Smallfoot, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. That, that was the... Those were the best... <laughs> like, those were the movies. So, uh, when we would go see movies... So, um, the movie theater we go to used to not show any, any uh, like, commercials or anything before. It would just do curtain down, nice music, like, music for movies. But then they got it bought out by Regal, and they just spam you with bullshit. Yep. Um... So we've actually kind of got it down to an art now of show like we we can actually get there within two minutes of the curtain going up. Yep. And Maybe get one look like, at Sad Maria Menounos. Yep. Um, but sometime, but before or like uh, after those ones, the cur- the curtain drops for a minute and then it comes back up. Yep. Gotta do the curtain. Yeah. Um, they do like a little Regal Stars of Hope or Stars for Hope or whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, and they they have a movie that does it and they have all the stars of it do it. And for Smallfoot, it was there for a while. Mm-hmm. And Common would read something from a teleprompter <laughs> and would do nothing to make it pretend like he wasn't. Boy, you can, like, it's almost like his neck was moving. Yeah. To read you can just the see him kind of scanning side to side. And it was just so deadpan. Total monotone. He, like, and just when he wasn't talking, he was just kind of like, I need to find, I wish you could find those things on the internet. I want to find a YouTube. Yeah video of it and take a screenshot of it it was just atrocious it, yeah it was so funny yep. it was honestly a couple of my movies favorite <laughs> was the point was my favorite part of some of the movies we saw we yeah. saw some pretty iffy movies yeah we was when justice league was happening i think that was back then i insist that justice league was perfectly fine it was fine it was all right <laughs> they were mo- ah, it doesn't matter yep. uh any other canceled movies that happened uh one more jj abrams was going to do a superman movie Really? Yeah, in about that? about 2002. Really? Yeah. Ah, oh, you done you done a good one. J.J. Abrams? J.J. Abrams? J.J. Abrams. He, yeah. can do star- he can do space stuff. It's true. He can do a, a nice little, uh, he could, I mean, he can do big space stuff with like alien things. Like yeah. Like fucking Star Trek. And this one was going to feature uh, Jor-El and his corrupt brother, Katazor. Is oh, that a real that's person? Oh, Superman Jor-El? That's his dad. Yeah, Jor-El is Katazor. K A T A hyphen Z O R. Oh, probably not. I mean, maybe. Wait, what's is what? Uh, uh, what's the what is he? A uh, corrupt brother of Jor El. Oh. Uh, I probably it's Kara's dad. Oh. Okay. I that makes sense. I didn't know his name by heart because no one gives a flying fuck about him. Yeah. Uh, Kara Zor L. Yeah, that's probably uh, because she's. I mean, his brother is technically the L family, so like, I, mm-hmm. uh, but um, yeah, yeah, they were gonna father Zor L. Okay, yep. It was gonna be sort of the Superman origin story. Um, he meets Lois Lane. They have happy romance. Um, apparently. Uh, and then he's going to reveal he's going to be Superman and some of the bad Kryptonians were going to show up and they're going to fight. Superman was going to die and go visit his dad in heaven. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's some, uh, <laughs> that's that's the thing. Yeah. That's the thing that happens. Okay. It's uh, in Death of Superman. So, like, he doesn't actually die, die. Mm-hmm. But he goes, like, he goes to kind of the edge. His dad had a heart attack uh, mm-hmm. by him dying. And so, he, like, he saw him, and his dad was like, "Nah, it's not your time, buddy." And there was like a whole, like, whole thing. And he was like, "Oh, okay." And then he like woke up. Okay. 
Sounds good. Yeah, so he actually like you know that that's based on the uh, Dark Knight or that Death of Superman. Death of Superman. Okay, yeah, interesting. So then he comes back and I love how you're just like, look at this goofy fucking thing. I'm like, yeah, that that happened. I think that's just a <laughs> testament to the fact that the comics are weird. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Um. So that was that was gonna happen. Uh, J.J. Abrams wrote the script and they were gonna bring in Brett Ratner to direct. Which. Okay. So that, 2002 mm-hmm. hasn't ruined the uh hasn't broken x-men yet broken the x-men movies yet so <laughs> there but at the time it would have been hey good but yep now it's like no nah, not well, so much i mean if, did we ever figure out did we ever come to the conclusion or we do we know if the x-men movies are bad because of uh studio interference or was it just like he had a good idea and then they tried to like sap him for all he's worth and he did not have any more good ideas Mm. I don't know. I mean, the bad X Men movies are bad because of studio interference. Oh, okay, then yeah. So maybe he would have been. Maybe that would have been a good. Super but Brett Ratner is not a great director. Oh well, listen. No, <laughs> I never do. Okay. <laughs> uh, they were gonna. They approached Ratner approached Josh Hartnett and Jude Law to play Superman. Okay. Which, um, Jude Law, I could totally see it. He's got really. Eh. His face is too round. I don't know. If they, it seems like they're going for Death of Superman. Put a mullet on him; he's fine. <laughs> <laughs> it's yeah. like just after the eight, after the nineties. So, like, a mullet was like totally not out of date yet. Okay, if you say so. <laughs> um, they were. He was looking at uh, Anthony Hopkins for Jor El, which I like. Yeah. Uh, and Rafe Fiennes as Lex Luthor, which I'm intrigued by. Yes. Yeah, he could do. Ray Fiennes could do fucking whatever he wants. Yeah, no, <laughs> he's he's a good actor. My dad's phone is just blowing up. My point exactly. <laughs> I don't if know that's if audible. it's picking up, but like, <laughs> but like it's been going. Like uh, the first time it went off, like I definitely made a look at it, and I could tell in your brain you were like, "Don't fucking reference it. Don't." Yep. Just let There's it go. There's a little. Just nope. I got it from you, and I didn't say anything <laughs> about it. But holy shit, it's been going the entire time, and it's just driving me nuts. It's just like. Ding, ding. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um. Yeah. It kind of just started falling apart. Um. Behind the behind the scenes, Ratner dropped out. Um. Citing, uh, apparently, casting difficulties and quote violent disagreements with John Peters is one of the. Oh. What about Peter people. Johns? I don't know who that is. Mm. Is that Jeff Johns' little brother? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking more of John. Oh no, John Jones. Fuck. No, I fucked everything up. Ha. Um, McGee was at one point considered. McGee! <laughs> that is a reference to a thing that we are not gonna talk about. <laughs> nope. <laughs> uh, uh, McGee. so McGee was looking at uh Shia LaBeouf for Jimmy Olsen. This was what? This was 2002. No. Uh, this was this was a little later. This would have been more like 2004. Oh, okay. 2003, so 2004. Shia LaBeouf's not weird yet. He's just a kid out of the uh. Out of the, the family. What's the family called? Stevens family. I don't know. Yeah. Okay. Even Stevens. Even Stevens. All right. I don't yeah, know he's, that. He's a kind of a weird kid out of there. I, I can see it. That's before uh, Transformers. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Um, he was a good in Transformers. So, being good in Transformers, maybe he was okay before that. Before he went fucking crazy and got arrested at his own art show twice. <laughs> what <laughs> way a dude. To, way to go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> let's see. He, for Superman himself, uh, there was test footage, at least, with a few candidates. Uh, Jason Bear, who I don't know. Uh, Jared Padalecki, who's one of the guys from Supernatural. 
the one who looks less like he should be Superman. Um, (laughs) (laughs) That's amazing. uh, Michael Cassidy and Henry Cavill, interestingly enough. I think he'd be a good Superman. Yeah, he'd make, I think he'd make a real good <laughs> Superman. <laughs> Based on his performance in, uh, what's the movie? Uh, Man of Steel? No, it's uh, Guy of Iron. <laughs> <laughs> Man of Steel is the one about John Henry Iron. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, that's actual comic joke, because John Henry Iron is Man of Steel. Man of Steel. Right. So you just later becomes Steel. Yep. Uh, he's ah, lo- <laughs> comic humor. That's he's, what we're here for. All right. He's also looking at uh, Scarlett Johansson as Lois Lane, which, yeah. Yeah. All right. I dig it. Yep. Um, and Johnny Depp as Lex Luthor. Nope. Nope. Absolutely fucking Definitely not. not. <laughs> like, it's, that is just a, like a, like a baby step up from Je- uh, fucking Marcus Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and by that, we mean a baby step up from actual Mark Zuckerberg. Yeah. <laughs> uh yeah no it um it kind of all just fell apart and so it was around the johnny depp casting part where it's just like everyone goes why what uh, else? yeah but what a lot of it was more budgetary concerns yeah affording all of them like ray funds yeah scarlett johansson wasn't huge at that point yet was she no not so much Her breakout was black widow wasn't it that was the first thing I ever heard of her in, but she had roles before that okay. that were reasonable. I think she did Lost in Translation before that. Ray Fiennes, Johnny Depp. Johnny Depp was pretty big, getting pretty. That big. was that was right at right when the first Pirates yeah. came out, I think. So, so it was probably like they were looking at him. Pirates came out, and then his like his salary like tripled. And like, ah! Well, never mind. Whoops. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, and so eventually, sort of all the creative energy that was going in that direction morphed into Superman Returns, which ended up coming out in 2006, directed by Brian oh, Singer. Oh, that's right. Yeah. And I've oh, never Brian actually Andrew. seen. Yep. Yeah, look at him. He was, a, he was a pretty good Superman. I hear I hear decent things about the movie. Oh, yeah, you haven't seen it yet. I no, I haven't. I put myself through all of them. All right. I put myself through all of them. One and two are great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right. Well, I mean, okay. So in general, then. Are there any of these that you'd really like to have seen? Anything that I've mentioned here today? Um, I wish we'd gotten more from Mortal. Justice um, League Mortal? It, Mortal, yeah. Uh, I mean, we don't have enough information on it for me to be like, oh, that sounded interesting. It's just like, but like Army Hammer, fucking hunk of a dude. Yep. Um, maybe Common could have done something okay. Yeah, yeah. Um... Uh, let's see. What other ones were there? Um, Anton Yelchin Flash. Well, I was thinking other movies. Oh. Um, I would have loved to see Sam Raimi get to go back to do his vision for Spider-Man 4. Yeah. Say that. Um, part of me kind of, uh, really bad part of me that I'm going to go home and shoot in the fucking nuts. Uh, really wishes that Batman musical happened. <laughs> I'm gonna go murder uh, that part of me when I get home. Hey, there's a, there's a good musical number in uh, the Lego Movie. Darkness. Yeah. No parents. <laughs> <laughs> See, it could be done. But like, I just like part of me. So okay, like if it just if you just go like Batman musical face value, yeah, that sounds fucking stupid. Mm-hmm. But I feel like there's a way that you could have gone with it that like the Joker and uh um Scarecrow team up to 
make Batman's world into a musical. <laughs> like, because that sounds oh my like gosh. something they yeah. could do. Yeah. And it's just driving him fucking up a wall. Yeah. Because, like, he's just talking to Nightwing, and Nightwing's like, yeah, like, uh, we're going to go find the Joker. And it's like, and he just goes, what, are, what is going on? <laughs> and, like, yeah. it's, it's all, like, just hallucinations and just him going crazy, and he's got to, like, fight through it. Yeah. And I... that would give a good explanation for why someone thought it would be a good idea to make. Of all characters, <laughs> Batman into a musical. Yeah, no, I actually, I like this pitch. That's what I do. I all take right. shit ideas and make them palatable. <laughs> all right. <laughs> um, but, I mean, the rest of them just, uh, there's some, there some rough ones. Some real clunkers. <laughs> yeah. the, the morbid side of me does want to see uh, Superman lives. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's, that's along the... That's the uh, little step cousin of the part of me that wants to see the Batman musical. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I mean, we've got what we got. Yep, you know, there's some misses in what we got, and there probably would have been some hits from the stuff we didn't get. Yep. But hey, that's showbiz, baby. <laughs> You're not in showbiz. <laughs> <laughs> um, not so much. No. Yeah. So I think next episode is next episode 14 movies. I thought it was Comic-Con. Oh. We'll see when panels are. If there's panels on, like, Sunday and Monday, mm. we'll probably push that off another week. Because 2014, right. like, our next episode is the last one we have planned. We've got to get together and actually, like, do our planning. Yeah. For the next six, six months. Six yep. months. Yeah. Yeah! That <laughs> fucking magic mic, dude. That's magic magic mic yep. energy. Mm-hmm. Um, so, likely... Uh, so... Depending, next week will either be the best movies of 2014, which, so, oh, Shouse Week. Uh, we shall. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We're on SoundCloud, iTunes, and Podbean. You can find us on Facebook. We're on Twitter at Justice Losers Pod, and we're on Instagram at Justice Losers Pod, and we have a Gmail, Justice Losers Pod at gmail.com. <gasps> uh, was that everything all the normal stuff was on that? I think so. Ah, there you go. <laughs> My ass phone is still going. It is. Yep. Boy. Yep. Uh, yeah, so, um,. Next week, we don't know yet. It's either going to be Best Movies 2014 or Comic-Con. So post your excited reactions about Comic-Con either way and start figuring out your favorite movies of 2014 because we're going to list some movies that came out in 2014 and say that they're good or bad, as the case may be. Mm-hmm. What came out in 2014? Uh, Guardians of the Galaxy did. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's the kind of sad reality of like the decade we're doing. Is it's all fucking superhero movies now. Yeah, a little bit. <laughs> Uh, surely there's some good indie Oscar Beatty type stuff. Uh, Game of Shadows came out in 2014, didn't it? Maybe. That's a pretty good movie. It's alright. But that's your teaser for next week! We're gonna... The week after. Eventually. Who knows? <laughs> We're just gonna keep teasing you with 2014. We'll do 2015, we'll do 2016, we'll do 27... <laughs> nope, no 2014. Just, just keep stringing you done. along. All right. Um, Well, I think I said all the things that I was supposed to say in that single long extended breath. So thanks for listening. Bye. Bye. Bye.